Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Here are the numbers, write them down toll free, 1-866-405-8405, we'd love to hear from you. Big show for you today, we're going to talk to David Fry. You know him as the host of NBC's, uh, what is it, The Dog Show on Thanksgiving? The National Dog Show. National Dog Show. Yes. Also, he is the Director of Communications for the Westminster Kennel Club. And why are we talking to him, you say? Nobody said that really, huh? Well, we're talking to him because they're now going to allow mixed breeds and mutts into Westminster. Yeah. Can they compete? That's what I want to know. I want to find out the details. I think yeah. that's good because... I don't know I don't know if I like that. Why not? Why? Well, because then they're going to start selling mutts, and you know, instead of people going to the shelters and getting them out of the shelters, they're going to start selling these dogs as designer breeds all over again. Oh, they no, already no, 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 do. No, 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 no. You have it all way back, bass backwards there. People see these breeds on the television, and they want to go out and get these breeds instead of adopting a mutt that's at your shelter. Yeah, you can't go well, to a breeder and get... I hope but, so. They're going to go I, to the I, shelters and try to find dogs. I hope you're right because the AKC is um, needs money, and I know that you know more registries mean more money. So, okay, well, we'll find out all the details. That's a good question. In fact, we'll ask him about that in just a couple of minutes. Right here, we're also going to talk to this guy. He's a, a Bill Wynn is his name, and he's got. I'm thinking he was in World War II. He's probably in his, in 90s. his late eighties or early nineties. Yeah, I think so. I would imagine. So he's over there, he's fighting this big war for us, and he runs into a little four-pound Yorkshire Terrier. <laughs> and I wonder where it came from. I, I have it's such a small little there? dog, too. Yeah. So what did he do? Of course, he held on to that dog uh-huh. uh, for many, many years, and he'll tell us his story coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Uh, Stacy, what do you got going on there in the newsroom? Well, do you and your dog sit there and watch Richard Simmons and exercise together? Ah, and you wonder, is your dog really getting a good workout to the oldies? No longer have to do that now. There's a fitness tracker for your dog. Yes, I'll tell you all about it, and you can actually tell how fit your dog is becoming when he puts it on. I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. There's an app for that. You see how Stacy get you know gives away her age because you remember when Richard Simmons was like the biggest thing ever, <laughs> oh, yeah. and now I was you know like it's it's Tyrese or whoever they are or, or Jillian. You know nobody knows who Richard Simmons is anymore. Yeah, but kids Stan- are going Richard who? <laughs> <laughs> Ask your mom. Yeah. <laughs> it's Animal Radio. You can reach out to us at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Also email us your voice at animalradio.com. Even tweet us your questions or Facebook us your questions at Animal. Radio. Uh, this one on the phone, we have, oh, we're going to four or five. Isaac. Hey, Isaac, how are you doing? Fine, fine. How are you doing today? Good. I understand you want to talk to Alan. He's right here. Come on over here, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, Hal. I love being treated like a lady. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> are you ready for my question? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, basically, my dog, he, uh, he has tremors, okay? And I mean, not the typical kind of like when water gets on him, but just like this real tremors, real shakes. Real hard, and he, he, he like if we're in the middle of playing, he'll stop in the middle of playing and does the shaking. Uh, anybody, should I be concerned about that? 
Yeah, you know what, buddy? You should take them to a vet right away because it, usually dogs shake when they're either scared or cold. And if they're shaking for any other reason, like you're describing, just suddenly out of the blue like that, there could be a medical condition. Uh, okay. And, and it, it, you know, definitely a medical condition. There's a, there's some chronic conditions that a dog could have that would cause a dog to shake like that. Uh, okay. You know, including being an old dog or, or ingesting some sort of poison. But if he does it uh, over a pro- prolonged period, longer than 10 minutes, usually, it's an indication that there's something wrong. No, no, he does, and, no, he does it about, about a minute or two. That's it. About a minute or two. But he does it regularly. I mean, I mean he, he does it only about a minute or two. That's it. Just real quick shakes, but it's a hard shake. And then he, he goes on playing, and then maybe um, five or ten minutes later, he'll shake again. Just put it, and, he, and he does this all day. What, what do only you about do, a minute it, or two. They're not that long at all. Is, is it a shake? He's been doing it forever. How long did he? How long has he been doing? Oh, I've only had him about four or five months. He's he's, he's about uh, he's about fourteen, fifteen months old. And, and is it I, cold rescue, or does it? Oh, I got him. I got him out of a backyard. He's a rescue dog, and he's does, like a you... patrol dog. And we're getting ready to go to canine you... police school, so he's, he's, that's what I've turned him into. Let, let me ask you this: how, how did you turn him into that? What are you What are you doing? What do you do when he shakes? What do you do? How's What's your reaction I don't really when he because I don't know what to do. I don't even respond. Okay. Like when I'll pet him and rub him, he'll shake. Uh, if 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 he's just walking along, he'll shake. So anything will make him shake, or he just shakes on his own. I'm not, you know, I'm not beating him, pulling or tugging on him to make him doing anything. He could just do you, do you walk along, a, or and he starts shaking. Do you shake, give? Shake. Do you give? Uh, the more than shake, the tremors. You sound like a pretty nervous guy yourself. Do you do you do you pet him when he shakes? Do you talk to him when he shakes? Do you give him any attention? I don't know what to do. Right. I don't do. I don't even I pretend like they're not happening because I don't you know, know what, what buddy. Because if I do buddy, something, take, I might be reinforcing that. So I don't know. Yes, that's that's smart. Take him to a vet just to make sure there's nothing wrong. And, okay. and then if there's if there's nothing wrong with him, it's just some sort of learned behavior that he's that he's got, and, and okay. I don't know where that stems from or where that comes from. But I, I know that dogs usually shake when they're either afraid or cold. That's usually when it happens. Exactly, but you know, there's no reason for he, he's when he's when he's afraid, he kind of runs. You know, he, he gets out of the kill zone, as I call it. That's his thing, showing fear. He, he'll he'll fight. He's one of those kind of dogs that if he take doesn't him, like it, he'll, he'll, he'll get out of the way of it, or that's all, that's what he'll do. But take him to the that, vet. So take take him to the vet and and make sure there's nothing physically wrong. And then you know that's not really a a problem that he shakes, is it? I mean, if there's nothing physically wrong with him, if the vet gives you a clear bill of health, then it, you know I wouldn't worry about something like that. It's just some okay. sort of behavior that he adopted. If you can recognize the triggers, though, there might be a trigger if he's physically well, okay. Well, well, to take well, him one of the triggers is that when I pet him, he shakes. Uh, if I you know, put some cream or something on him, the cream doesn't burn or nothing because I put it on me first, make sure. Uh, he'll get he'll get a little ashy. I'm, I guess flies or something gets in his neck, and it looks like he's getting a, like a rash. So I put I put some ointment on him, and he'll shake. Uh, if I you know if I pet him, he'll shake. Or if he's just walking along, nothing bothering him, nothing in his way, he'll he'll shake. And I'm not yeah. So it, it, I mean, so that's and that's what really kind of kind of strange. So it's an it's an interesting and I'm behavior. Very, I'd be right. I'm very. If you tell him my voice, I'm very hyper. Uh, yeah. but I don't... Well, a lot of times, a lot of times, you know, believe it or not, the way you behave has so much to do with the way your dog behaves. And yeah, you, you sound know, very... I agree with that, but I don't. We, I'm like I said, I'm casually walking along, whistling, looking over because I, I monitor myself. I said, well, is it me? 
and I'll make sure that it's, so it's not me because I'm so calm when I'm around him, but we're not doing anything. Because I figured, okay, maybe because I'm I'm pulling on his leash too much, or maybe because I'm making him sit when he doesn't want to sit. Well, see, just just because but, you're thinking, see, but you're telling me you're calm, but the the fact that you're thinking these things in your mind makes uh, you uncalm. And it makes okay, you uncalm. The, the essence of calm is you're not thinking at all. You're just walking okay. along. You're right. not walking. You're not thinking. You're not thinking yeah. when you're calm. Take your right. dog to the vet. Make sure there's nothing wrong. And then before you take your dog anywhere, play with your dog, whatever it is, tell yourself you don't care about the shaking and stop being nervous. You're a very nervous person. And believe me, your dog gets that. Your dog feels right. that. It goes right into him. I, I would, I'm shaking. I, I would One more question. <laughs> Joey's shaking. Everything is that is that just a normal behavior for a dog? And I mean, he's a sniffing son of a gun. Uh, you mean the shaking? No, the sniffing. One more. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. See, see, you're even nervous about the sniffing. Now you're worried about sniffing. Yes, dogs do love to sniff. That is a that is a total typical average everyday dog behavior that dogs love to engage in. They love to sniff everything. That's how they learn yeah. about the world. That's yeah, how Joey learns beautiful. about the world. I sniff. Okay. I saw a puppy get out of a yard yesterday, and I tried to bring him back in, and he just takes off running. The dogs normally, when they get a shot to get out of the yard, they just run away. Or, or there's no you you are so, dude. Hands. You are you are so funny. Okay, you sh you need to get a book and read about dog behavior because that will okay. calm your dog right down. Yes, that is also a typical dog behavior that they will run away. They're playing and they want attention, and they haven't been obedience trained. So the first thing they're going to try to do is get you to chase them because that's what dogs love to do. They love to chase and they love to be chase just like women <laughs> i know a lot about that brother <laughs> I'll why don't you myself okay well i won't keep it because i know the folks are waiting but uh you gave me some really good information and again you're right i do like you said I, some, some, but, but what really made me nervous with him was that when i'm not thinking about the trims he starts trembling the real hard shake so i'm like what's up with that fella and but i, I don't respond to him i just kind of leave him alone because i don't know what to do so what you need to do is just take them to the vet, check them out, and then you need to learn to relax and get a book. There's so much information on dog behavior, not dog training, dog behavior. Okay. Read all about dog behavior and, and why they behave the way they do and how they think, and learn to speak dog. You will calm right down yourself. Oh, gotcha. All right. This is not, I won't be able to communicate with my wife anymore because I'll be speaking in dogs. She won't understand me. Well, you, maybe you'll be better off. Oh, you're probably right. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot. I really appreciate your help, okay? Take care, buddy. All right, buddy. Appreciate right. your call. one 405 8405 to connect with our Dream Team right now. I love how Hal didn't save you on that one. Oh, no. no he was... didn't save you at all. That was comedy gold, ladies and gentlemen. That, that poor guy, he's going to call back next week. My dog blinks. My dog, my, my dog blinks when the sun is out. Is that normal? Is that normal behavior? I was shaking. I was shaking listening to him. I had to go to the break room and come back, and then I started shaking again. <laughs> he's such a nice man, but he was very nervous. You could hear it in his voice. He's very nervous. And, and when a person is nervous like that and doesn't understand dog behavior, it transcends. It goes right into the dog. It's almost like you're a conduit for that nervous electricity and it goes right into the why, dog why you think you think you think the dog could think the dog felt it you think the dog felt that he was that he oh, was a yeah. little bit nervous oh, I, I think that oh, i think that yeah. dog you know the dog was shaking a little bit so i think he was nervous <laughs> but it's so funny how he doesn't recognize it he goes no i'm calm i'm calm but i'm worried about i'm worried about the trembling i'm worried about the sniffing i'm worried about this i'm worried about he's worried about everything and so of course he is nervous even though he doesn't realize it our dogs totally pick up on that yes they do absolutely that's why i have the most laid-back dog Hey, I have a I have a uh, neighbor here, and he's petrified to let his dog around other dogs. He's got a very intelligent little blue healer, and apparently when he was walking the dog somewhere, the dog was attacked by another dog. So now he's all freaked out. So I go by his house, and I'm like, Larry, 
you know, he's like freaking out. He wants my dog and his dog to be together. I go, Larry, you've got to go in the house. Just go in the house. Because the energy coming out of this guy, he's telling his dog, yes, you have a good reason to be afraid of everything and everyone. So I got rid of him, and within 10 minutes, I had his dog acting like a dog again, you know, sniffing around, sniffing my dog. They were playing. They're having a good time. As soon as he came back out, it all reverts back to the dog being a nervous wreck. You are like a miracle worker, you know? I'm not, buddy. It's it's all, you know what? It's simple math. I mean, it's A plus B equals C every single time. What? And that's more important than fashion? That he can that he can control the nervous dog? And I'm telling you how your dog should be a fashion plate, but I get you know what? Up uh, somebody huh? who Somebody who forces their dog to wear, you know, faux pas, whatever you call that, fur, <laughs> is probably a nervous person who's going to make their dog insane. <laughs> Listen, that's the same. Well, those are the people that keep you in business. So you should thank people like me for giving their dogs problems so you can read, so you can train them to keep you in business. So you just need next? to get on your knees and thank me. What's next? <laughs> You're going to send your dog to college. Next, it's going to be an education. Got to get your dog an education because he's got to get ahead in this world. It's very competitive for a dog now. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Looking for a natural solution to litter box odors? Try Sweet Scoop, the natural clumping litter that stops odors instantly, clumps fast and firm, and tracks less around the house. Unlike clay litters that are mined and never decompose, it's chemical-free and 100% biodegradable. Sweet Scoop lasts longer than other clumping litters, and thanks to their patented process, Sweet Scoop works continuously to neutralize litter box odors, no matter how many cats you own. Learn more at www.sweetscoop.com. Little Bo Peep has lost her sheep because someone broke into her apartment and stole all her sheep, not to mention a 50-inch flat-screen TV. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency had helped her with renter's insurance, and she got full replacement. She has since trained her sheep to do voice impressions of various attack dogs and now feels very safe. Visit geico.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. Need a vacation, but it's just not in the budget? Well, thanks to our biggest sale of the year, spend six days, five nights, all-inclusive at the fabulous Via del Palmar Resort in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. All the sand and sunshine with meals and cocktails included for just $3.99. Just $3.99 per couple, not per person. Plus, two kids, stay free. This is paradise. Crystal blue water, beautiful beaches, amazing amenities. You and the kids, meals and cocktails included, all just $3.99. Save over $1,200. Visit Cabo399.com or call right now, 888-475-9098. That's 888-475-9098. At this price, the sale won't last long. Call 888-475-9098. Special terms and conditions apply. Visit Cabo399.com and travel anytime in the next 12 months. Call right now, 888-475-9098. That's 888-475-9098. of Animal Radio is brought to you by Sweet Scoop, all-natural clumping litter. You can stop those litter box odors instantly with Sweet Scoop. It's 100% chemical-free, biodegradable, and you can learn more over at www.sweetscoop.com.
Dot com. That's S-W-H-E-A-T, scoop.com. There's also a $3 off coupon over at animalradio.com. You know, Alan, i got to say, you look, uh, you're red in the face, your jugular vein, you're, there's a vein in your forehead that's sticking out. What's up, buddy? Oh, my kids. You know, I got a, I got a dog. I got a big dog. Yes, Rudy. Powerful dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, my kids, their chore every day, they must play with him, you know, and it's, it's like a battle. It's like a war to get my kids to play with the dog. Oh. But they got, they got to play with him at least a half hour to 40 minutes a day because he needs that to be happy. You know, and, and that's the thing. I, I it, it just upsets me that not only are my kids not living in the moment because that's the beautiful lesson that dogs teach us. It upsets me when I go to the shelter. I go to the shelter a lot. I just listen to conversations of people at the dog park and at the shelter, and people are always talking about me, 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 me. And I love people that love dogs. I really do. But I just wish people before they pick the dog would say to themselves, "Okay, I want a dog to satisfy a hole in my heart, a need that." I have, but what does the dog need? What does this dog need that I'm looking at right here? What kind of a dog is this, and what does this dog need? Is this a dog that needs a lot of physical activity? Is this a dog that needs to pull something or carry something or run or chase after something? What are the traits of this dog and and the breeds that this dog is made up of, and how will I satisfy those needs because I want this dog to be happy? And and being happy is a two-way street. You have to be happy because that's why you're getting the dog to satisfy a need that you have, and you must also reciprocate and make sure that you're satisfying this dog's needs so that he is a well-balanced and happy, well-adjusted family member. So please keep that in mind, folks. When you go to get a dog and you're looking at a dog, don't look at him and go, oh, he's so pretty, oh, he's so cute. Do that and then say to yourself, okay, but what are his needs? What is this dog going to need to be happy, fulfilled, and mentally well-balanced? What will I have to provide for this dog to be those things? Ask yourself that. Research that before you bring the dog home. Because if you live in an apartment and you're gone 10 hours a day and you got a shepherd lab mix, that dog will go insane. I'm totally guilty of picking out a dog or a cat, <laughs> well, dog in particular, that I liked because it was just cute. And I didn't really think about, oh, is it going to need this exercise? What, exactly. what kind of dog? Exactly. And so I'm, I'm sure that there's other people out there that are looking around and saying they lucked out, like Judy. She lucked out. She looked. She was looking. Well, I guess she wasn't looking for a Jack Russell Terrier. Because oh, I, I did my research, and they have their high-energy dogs, and that is what See? I did not want. Did so not I want did one. my research, but unfortunately. Judy did her research. Right, but I got a rescue dog that turned out to be 50% Jack Russell. Yeah, so it was an accident for you. It was an accident, but she does it. Agility, she runs, she does a lot of stuff. So. Yeah. I mean, it's astounding to me. Most people spend more time researching cars and yep. you know what, what they're going to eat than they, than they would a living thing, a dog that they're going to be committed to for years and years. I mean, yep. it's up to you to make sure the dog is happy because he can't do it for himself. So, you know, just think about that stuff. That's important stuff. You know, and it's also the same when picking a spouse. You should pick a spouse that has the same activity level as you or same interests <laughs> as you. Uh, because you don't want a spouse that's out jogging on the beach all the time while you're sitting uh, watching Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> you know you, you are. Know, huh? It's interesting with that, though. You really have no choice. Like a dog is a helpless participant. Like a, a, a spouse, Like it's not like you can walk up to a woman and say, hey, I, uh, I'm taking you home. That's it. You're coming. You're coming with me, woman. That's it. Yep. Yeah, you can try. Yeah. That's caveman days where you beat him over the head and you drag him away. Yep. There she is, the lovely and helpless Dr. Debbie. She's a damsel in distress. She needs you. She needs you now. Call us here at Animal Radio.
<laughs> toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five for any one of the Dream Team right now. Oh, and that's the sound of the Diet Pepsi being corked, uncorked. Yes, it's it's a great vintage, uh, great year. Um, it's got a nice swirl in the in the can, and uh, the taste on the front of the tongue is delicious. Hey, hey, and do I smell bad? I better put on some deodorant. Dr. Debbie, did you see the story about the dog that tested positive for cocaine in pot in New Mexico? Was that Dennis Rodman's dog? Is he still in North Korea? I think he's no, in he's rehab, bad. isn't he? Is he in rehab? He signed up for rehab when he came back. I I, I don't know why. He seems so coherent on the television huh. interviews. Huh. Hey, Dr. Debbie, did you see Richard Sherman go off at the game? Um, I don't, I'm like one of those non-sports type people, so I, I oh really, my God. I, I don't oh even speak God. that language. Sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Say it isn't so. I know. I, I feel like I'm lacking in so much of what the rest of the world is experiencing. You know what? Can I give you a tip? Sure. Go All for right. it. All right, what you need to do is you need to turn on the game about three hours before, and then they show you the personal stories of the players. They show you the good things that they do and their mommies and their daddies, and and, and then you get attached to the players. Like, this is what my wife does. And then she's like, oh, I want to see the game. I want to see how Russell Wilson does because he's such a good boy. He's so sweet. Did you see what he did for that kid in the hospital? And then she's totally reeled in. Yeah, I just, you know, I personally just don't have that much time to waste. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Yeah. To sit in front of the TV and watch a game, it's just, oh, I could be doing so many other things. You're going to be watching the Larva Bowl. Stace, what do you got? I know when you look at your dog, you think, oh, I love you. And your dog says, I love you back. And you wonder, does your dog really love you? If you left, would your dog have a hard time? Well, there's some proof yeah. that a dog and other animals really do bond to humans. And they really will mourn your loss. One animal specifically that you would never think of is very, very monogamous. And I'll tell you, coming up. And it's not the elephant, although the elephant is very monogamous, but there's another one that has feathers. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> it's a bird. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll talk to you later. No, no, bird. it's, a, it's a, not like what Joey's got, the well, parrot. Parrot? Monogamous? Yeah. Joey doesn't have oh, a parrot. Yeah. I got a cockatoo. Yeah, I bet you yeah. do. You can't get it. Oh, nice hell. You know, this is a family show here, Abrams. Yeah. Come on. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1 866 405 8405. Hi, this is Paul Reiser, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Every minute you're here, you're not harming someone else. <laughs> For dogs, like people, arthritis is the most common health problem, and joints are stressed even more with increased activity in summer. FlexRx is a new way to safely and effectively treat canine joint health problems. All-natural FlexRx doesn't mask symptoms like other products. It's clinically proven to restore healthy joint function. With FlexRx, your dogs can enjoy an improved quality of life they've earned and deserve. Flex RX is available at Pet Supplies Plus or visit ProLabsPets.com. All you ladies and gents out there enjoying the smooth sounds of the interwebs radio, Geico's got a special dedication to make. This one goes out to the inventors of the mouse. Because of you and your rodent-inspired design, people can click on over to Geico.com to pay their bills, manage their claims, and live lives of pure savings. Mouse Masters, you've clicked your way into our hearts for good. Enjoy this next song. It's going out to you. Geico, 15 minutes could save you hundreds on car insurance. 
need a vacation but it's just not in the budget? Well, thanks to our biggest sale of the year, spend six days, five nights, all inclusive at the fabulous Villa del Palmar Resort in Cancun, Mexico. All the sand and sunshine with meals and cocktails included. Just $2.99. Just $2.99 per couple, not per person, plus two kids stay free. This is paradise. Crystal blue water, beautiful beaches, amazing amenities. You and the kids, meals and cocktails included. All just $2.99. Save over $1,300. Visit Cancun299.com or call right now, 888-475-9303. That's 888-475-9303. At this price, the sale won't last long. Call 888-475-9303. Special terms and conditions apply. Visit Cancun299.com. Travel anytime in the next 12 months. Call right now, 888-475-9303. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit fosterandsmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, guess what they have come up with now? You know how they have fitness trackers for humans? They've got one for dogs now. But you know what? It's not a bad idea. It's a wearable fitness tracker, and it's called Voice, V-O-Y-C-E. And it fits around your dog's collar, and the new gadget will track data on your dog's movements, the rest periods, plus sensors that rely on radio frequencies that can measure heart and respiratory rates. Then all of that data is sent to your tablet or smartphone via Bluetooth so you can gain insight into your pet's health as well as track trends over time that you could share with your vet. So if your dog's a little overweight and you say, but we're outside exercising every day and it's still gaining weight, I mean, you could take a look at this. And also if you have an older dog who's got heart problems or whatever, you're able to monitor it. Pretty cool. A Florida woman says finding a bird skull in a bag of spinach is going to haunt her for life. Uh, looks like Madeline Brogan of Sarasota made this gruesome discovery as she was draining a bag of Publix spinach in preparation for a party. She described the head as having an eye missing out of it. I'm sorry. She relied the incident to uh, the grocery store and they responded by sending a rep to visit her. Well, the rep apparently gave her a gift card, a gift basket, and several packages of frozen fruits and vegetables. But you know what? Nevertheless, Brogan says she's going to probably need therapy because of that incident. Yes, and a lot of money to go along with that therapy. Well, we all put human emotions on our pets. Let's face it. You look at your dog, you go, I love you. Your dog says, I love you back. It licks your face and you feel like you're, you know, bound to be together forever. Well, chimps are extremely related to humans, and that's why it's not uh, unlikely at all that they mourn after losing a loved one. Their responses include refusing to eat, they pout, they even cry. Dogs take on a different sense. We consider dogs to be man's best friend, but there seems to be no doubt that a dog really is our best friend. If a dog outlives his owner, that dog will very often show signs of deep loss, including long battles with lethargy and, for all intent purposes, depression. That's why they make Prozac for dogs. Here's something interesting. Geese. Many people don't know this, but geese mate with a partner for life. They are all about monogamy, which is kind of romantic. But when a geese loses his or her partner, they need time to grieve. And a goose will usually find a new partner over time. But it's one who has also lost their loved one, I guess, so they have something to talk about. But it's just kind of interesting that, you know, animals really do mourn 
like we do. I guess our own morning is done on the frontal cortex. And there's one theory that the mechanisms that work when we or animals grieve are embedded in our brains from eons ago. I don't know. Go figure. But that dog, when it looks at you and says, I love you, it does. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned, with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order, with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Getting ready? for that spring home makeover? Then get the hottest flooring styles for less at Lumber Liquidator's Exotic Flooring Sale. Get hand-scraped exotic Brazilian cherry, hard-to-find acacia, and more, all on sale. You could pay $5.89 a square foot for Brazilian redwood at other stores, but we've got it for $3.99. That's 32% less. Plus, get high-quality laminates from $0.49 and special financing. Sale is going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com or your local store before these deals get away. Minimum monthly payment required. Financing subject to credit approval. No way. Hey, I'm Eric from Sam Adams, here to get craft beer drinkers' reaction as they secretly taste Sam Adams' Boston Lager. It's got a good body. It's got a great taste. It's very smooth. I, I like that. Think you've had this beer before? No. This is Sam Adams' Boston Lager. Sam Adams! Like, <laughs> I was going to yes. say Sam Adams. That's easy to drink. It's tasty. It's a very flavorful, drinkable beer. Smooth, but it does have flavor. I love a Boston Lager. What this tested is it put Sam Adams back on the map for me. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass, it was Boston Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's those people that sit around and watch golf TV. Oh, that's even more boring. <laughs> no, the most boring thing is the fishing show. Now, that's exciting. Oh, come on. I think come, fishing is exciting. You see those guys, they're casting, you know, and, and they're talking drugs. about the structure, where they got to go to find the fish, and then you see... You are so... You are doped up. You're doped up, man. <sighs> Hey, no, hey, no. me and Earl, me and Earl are going to get in the boat. It's 5 a.m. We're going to paddle over to here and wait for the fish to bite. That's They're the not show. They're waiting. They're active participants. You know, with fly fishing, for example, you know, you're mimicking a live fly. So it's very exciting. You are trying to be the wildlife. Be the fly. <laughs> yes. Well, there you go. Uh, in just a few weeks, we'll be turning on our TV and seeing uh, Westminster on, I believe it's the 138th, February 10th and 11th. 10th and 11th. I think it was my birthday weekend. Yes. 
Well, very excited about that fact. Westminster, of course, they do this every year. I've always kind of thought that it's uppity. You know, we got to have all these certain breeds uh, to be in it and every all of that. But now I saw this big old headline that says mixed breed dogs will be allowed to compete in Westminster. I said, holy moly, what an advance. I'd love this. I figured, why don't we get our butt over at Westminster on the phone? David Fry. Hey, David. How you hey, doing? Al, how are you guys? Awesome. Nice to talk to you. There's a little something that was left out of the middle there. It's not quite so simple as Westminster allows mixed breed dogs. What we are doing is staging an event. Okay. A new event for us, agility trial. Okay. And and the agility, which uh, this has been going on for years through through the under the umbrella of the American Kennel Club, that is that agility and other performance events staged by the American Kennel Club does allow mixed breed dogs to compete. They call them all American breeds. Oh. But it's a great event. Agility is the fastest growing, most exciting part of the dog show world now in terms of competition and spectator appeal and uh, we at Westminster um, we're, you know we're doing our 138th annual dog show but we're that's kind of a long streak we are starting another streak with agility hopefully our first annual if you will and uh, we think it will be an opportunity for us first of all to bring more dogs into the picture and get more people involved and to show people all the other fun things that dogs can do it, it really you know I talk about it all the time on television and anywhere else I go and that is that Westminster really is a celebration of the dog in our lives. Yep. It's not just about being the world's greatest dog show, which it is. It's not. It's about the entertainment that you get with 190 different breeds and varieties. Now we're adding to that entertainment with the agility trial. You can watch these dogs run and jump over obstacles and through tunnels and on the seesaw and things like that. So I think people are going to love it. You've added three new uh, breeds this year. The uh, Ch- Chinook. The Chinook, yes. Uh, the Portuguese Pondango Pocano. There you go. I was waiting to see if you could say that one all by yourself without any help from me. Very good. Came pretty close. <laughs> and, and the last one, this kind of blows me away. You have these exotic names and then the Rat Terrier. The Rat Terrier does. It, <laughs> yeah, it seems like it ought to be, have a little bit more romantic-sized name. But, you know, it's not because it looks like a rat. It's because that's what its original function was. And uh, those three new breeds, you know, gives us 190 breeds and varieties that are eligible for Westminster this year. And we always have a great time. The public loves seeing these new breeds. And yeah, we got, do. We learn so much. I think we've got like 22 or 23 of them entered, no more than that, 32 or so entered of the three new breeds. So that'll be fun for people, too. And then, and they, I have you know a... what, just watch the dog show or root for your favorites. I call it the alma mater factor. If you're sitting at home with your Brittany on the couch next to you, Root for the Britney. See, I want to see the Britney. I'm going to root uh-huh. for Britney. I'm working really hard to petition you guys. I'm going to get my Shapuki in through the agility world, and I'm going to get him as a recognized breed because, you know, he is, he's pretty special. You know? Well, they're all special. You know, that's the, the fun thing is that uh, there are a number of breeds that are purebred now today, purebred dogs that started by somebody sitting in the farmyard somewhere saying, you know, I like this dog over here the way he herds my sheep. I like this dog over here the way he protects my home, and I like this dog over here the way that they get rid of the rats in my barn, and I'm going to start breeding them together and, and try and fix those traits. And hundreds of years ago, that's how it happened. And then pretty soon when they get a dog that has all of those uh, abilities, they may well become a purebred dog. So it's not so far-fetched. I get the question all the time, of course, about golden doodles and labradoodles. I'm not sure they're in that 
same category exactly, but it doesn't really matter anyway. When it's all said and done, the real best in show dog is the one that's sitting at home on the couch next to you anyway. Oh. Definitely. You know what we're talking to, and you'll love this in just a few minutes, we're talking to, is it uh, the Bill Wynn? He's, uh, he's oh. a, do you know who he is? I've, of course. He's one of my very good friends, um, Smokey, Yorkie Doodle Dandy. Yes. And uh, actually, I was uh, hosting a, I was guest hosting a TV show a few years ago on Fox, and Bill Wynn was one of my guests. And I didn't know it at the time until I read the sheet going in, but we started talking about him being in, in the South Pacific in World War II and how he found this dog and told yep. me the story of the dog. I said, that's great. I said, where were you in the South Pacific? He says, in the Philippines. I said, oh, so it was my dad. He says, your dad? He says, what What? What uh, company was he in? I said, he was in 26 Photo Recon. He says, that was my company. He says, what's your dad's name? I said, Jerry Fry. He says, oh, my God. He says, I knew your dad. Wow. Yeah. How's that for a small world? And when I got done with the piece, uh, ran to the phone back in the days before cell phones and ran to the phone and called my dad. He says, I know Bill Wynn, and I remember that dog. That was a great <laughs> dog. Well, that was like wow. the, the first therapy dog ever, too. Well, there's a lot of sentiment to that. I wrote about Bill, actually, in my book. I wrote about Bill and Smokey in my book, Angel on a Leash. And not only did the dog do therapy dog work in the Army hospitals, uh, so I think there's a lot of sentiment, and rightfully so, that perhaps Yorkie was the first therapy dog. That's uh, what well, we look That's forward to talking to him in just a few minutes. He's okay. got to be, we're thinking, in his early 90s, maybe? Probably. could be. could well be 90. My dad would be 90 this year if he was still alive, so... Because of me running into Bill and finding that out, I was able to put my dad and Bill back together, and they went to reunion oh, together and wow. saw one another and told stories. But isn't that amazing? What an amazing small world story that was. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. we, we look forward to talking but to you. I love to... Bill Wynn. Please give him my very best. I will do that. David Fry, thank you so much for spending time. We, we got you last minute to come on to speak with us today, and we appreciate that. Happy to do it. But, you know, just know that we've got enough things for everybody at Westminster this year. The agility trial on, on February 8th It's going to be televised. The finals are going to be live on Fox Sports Network on Saturday night. From What's the website? WestminsterKennelClub.org. There's one thing missing, Dave. There's one thing missing from the show. What is it, Alan? You, you need like a best-in-show human competition where the dog leads the human out, oh. and, and the people judge the human, not the do- or the dog and the human, how they, how they perform together as the dog leads his human proudly around the ring. We are, and I talk about it all the time. People say, well, what about the movie Best in Show? I said, didn't make fun of the dogs, didn't make fun of the sport, only made fun of the people, and yep. we admit to being a very target-rich environment. Yep, we're, our people. We have a great time. Pet, pet lovers, uh, we're a strange kind, but we love our animals. I'll tell you that <laughs> That's so much. That's all that matters, right? David, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks we're going to head back to the on. phones in just a second. 1-866-405-8405, toll-free to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Litter Robots, which automatically cleans the cat litter for you. You don't need any special supplies or plumbing. Just your favorite clumping litter and never scoop dirty litter again. It's available at litter-robot.com. 
Ladies and gentlemen, the dog father, Joey Volani. How you doing, big guy? How you doing? So... Listen, I'm going to throw this out to you guys. Okay, okay. we're going to we're going to, we're going to play a little game here. Okay, and the winner will get a penny. I love games. Okay, love here pennies. we go. If there were if there were three things that you needed to do with your pet, as far as grooming and checking at home, what would the three top things be? Well, I, uh, I brush my dog like two three times a week. Because yep. I listen to Joey, because Joey told me I should do that, and his coat is nice and shiny. I check, uh, his, yeah, I look at his, uh, I look at his ears, you know, make sure they're okay, and uh, but that's not grooming. I look at his little paws. I don't touch his nails because they wear down on their own, you know, because he's out there playing all day, you know. So okay. I don't, I don't know. know. I mean, I don't. Well, I got to tell you, Alan hit every one of them, the important ones, and this is it. Number one, the first and foremost, you need to brush and comb at least once, twice if not three times a week, depending on how long the coat is, even on a short coat. Sure. Now, by doing that, you're going to see fleas. You're going to see ticks. You're also going to be able to identify anything that shouldn't be there, lumps, bumps. The next thing I think that's probably the most essential is nails. Now, I'm not saying nail trim at home, okay, because a lot of people don't know how to do it. And if you don't know how to do it, you know what, leave it up to your groomer. And your groomer can do it probably a lot less expensive than your veterinarian. Most groomers only charge about $10 to cut your dog's nails. And I would check my dog's nails every week. Now, people whose dog's nails are very, very short because they're active, you may not have to, but most dogs that come in are couch potatoes um, because they're not they're not really running about that much. Um, probably the only activity they're getting is when the pet owner actually puts them out in the backyard and 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 they run around or when they when they try to walk them. But most people don't even walk their dogs enough. So check their nails. If the nails are growing down past the pads, they need to be cut. Basically, didn't you the, say you shouldn't be able to hear them click on the floor? You shouldn't, but. What happens is when, when people, and I hate to use the word neglect, but that's, that's the only word that comes to mind. When they neglect doing or cutting dog's nails, what happens is the quick, which is the vein in the nail, will grow along with the length of the nail. So you can only cut it back so short. So the clicking may not go away. Could be six, eight months if you stay on top of it after that because you got to, it recedes slowly. Okay. And the last thing, and you know what, this is my list, but um, I really came across with this because of what I see is the most problematic. Is is also ears is number three. I'm not asking you to clean them, but look in them. And if you can look in there and you can, it doesn't look pink and it doesn't smell like a like like it shouldn't smell like anything. Should smell like your dog. Whatever your dog smells like is what the dog's ears should smell like. If a horrible odor is coming out of the dog's ears, there's something you can't identify. Even if you don't see anything, there's probably something going on in there. And if you are going to clean it, if you use a Q-tip, go yeah. in just as far as you can see. Don't dig around real deep. You just want to swab it out, get the excess debris out. And if you're getting a lot of gook, whether it be brown or whether it be black or mucusy, take it to the vet. Those are the three things. Cover those three things and you're fine. There you go. Alan gets a penny. That was awesome. Uh, that was an awesome uh, Joey report right there. I was. Uh, I am amazed at that. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Clyde Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Sad news comes out of uh, 
the Lacey Township of New Jersey, where the pigskin prognosticating camel has died just weeks before the Super Bowl, uh, which is... Uh, and I, I think New Jersey was actually is set to to host the Super Bowl, so that would have been really great. That's too bad. But it, you might remember Princess; she made her picks with graham crackers. Yeah, we had her on the show a few years ago. Did we? We Wait, actually had she her what guardian? Oh, well, yeah, but she was there and and picking the winner. Yeah, she actually picked um, in the 2008 season. She picked 17 of the 22 games. Yeah, we had her on right after that. And uh, so she has passed. Sorry, sorry, sorry to hear, to hear that. that. Um, in New Mexico. A woman whose dog tested positive for cocaine and marijuana is fighting to get the canine back after surrendering the Labrador Retriever uh, because of a $2,000 vet bill. Yeah, apparently he dropped the uh, dog off at the vet, and uh, the vet tested the dog, showed traces, uh, strong positive in cocaine, marijuana traces, and um, saw the dog twitching and shaking. Dog's okay, oh by the way. Gosh. She wants the dog back. City officials say they found no evidence to charge this lady. She doesn't know how the dog got oh, into right. the Oh, right. It wasn't mine. And the cocaine. Well, dogs get into everything. That's quite possible that he got it from somewhere else. You know how dogs are. They haven't given that dog back, have they? Uh, yeah, they actually have given the dog back. The they did. City officials said no, they found no evidence to file charges against the owner. They, they yeah. can't prove that it was her marijuana or her cocaine. Yeah, been, that seems kind of crazy. If, I mean, well, it could have been anybody, but you know what? My yes. dog eats yeah. crap at the park all the time. And in mm-hmm. fact, when we were up in Utah recently, we thought he got into um, some rodent bait, some gopher bait. Wow. And, you know, dogs eat things, so sometimes you don't know where... What their nose is into, isn't it? You know, Deb. How do you make? You know, it's really strange. I would, I think it's really. I'm kind of lucky. My dog won't. I mean, he only eats his food and uh, you know a treat like a like if I put a grape in front of him, he wouldn't touch it. You know, mm-hmm. he might nibble on a carrot, but he doesn't eat strange stuff at all. No inanimate and objects. And- He's he's probably he knows more than you do, Alan, because you're not supposed to give your dog grapes. They're That's toxic. <laughs> no, I know that. I do know that, and it, it's okay. interesting because I think he knows it, or he has some instinct to. Uh, you know, the only thing he'll chew on if I let him is a stick, so I don't let him. But he doesn't eat anything besides dog food and meat, and that's it. He won't touch he- anything else. I would say that is a characteristic I do find more common in shepherds, whereas the Labrador will eat anything and everything. I see that a lot of shepherds will not eat unless their owner feeds them, and uh, that's good. You know, you don't want someone to lease any food. Dayton, Ohio, an Ohio woman, she put together flyers for her lost dog, and she put, you know, some people put like $1,000 reward or $10, you know, whatever the reward is. Her reward was beer and a pack of cigarettes. Beautiful. (laughs) And guess what? Somebody found her dog? She got her dog back. Whoa. Think outside the box. Yeah, the dog was smoking and drinking when they found him. (laughs) (laughs) And and then he bought cocaine off another dog. Um, You know, they don't don't know where. The numbers are toll-free, 1-866-405-8405 to talk to Dr. Debbie, your dog trainer, Alan Cable, dog father, Joey Volani. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Catch a tiger by my toe. My mother said, pick this line. How about this? Patrick. Hey, Patrick, how are you? I'm okay. Thank you, you for taking my call. Of course. Where are you calling from today? I'm in Iowa today. Okay. And what can we do for you? Well, I have this dog. She's uh, uh, four years old, four, about four years, three months old. I've had her for four years, and she. I drive a truck for a living, so we spend a lot of time in a semi-truck, which she does really well. But when we go home and in my car... She's just a spastic. I, I'm afraid she's going to have a puppy stroke one of these days. 
So, I mean, so do you put her? Do, 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 do you get in the car with her, just like you do the truck? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if we go, you know, she 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 always wants to get in a car, but once that car gets to moving, she's just running back and forth, crying and whining and screaming and or and just it's frightening. How how big is your dog? What kind of dog you got? She's a Schnauzer and Yorkie mix, about. 21, 22 pounds. You know, it's really, really cool. My suggestion for you really quick is just to put a crate in there. Put your dog in a crate in the car, okay, okay. if you want to do it really quickly, and then just take off and see what she does. If she acts all calm in the crate, you're good to go. If she gets all crazy in the crate, don't talk to her. Don't look at her. Don't pay any attention. Only give her attention when she's quiet. And if she does go crazy in the crate, then what you want to do to teach her to ride in cars is, again, keep your car parked in the driveway and sit in the car with your dog. Don't even move the car. Just sit in, right. the, in the car. And when the dog mellows out, you tell her, good dog. And then right. you start the car and you sit in the driveway. And when the dog mellows out, you tell her, good dog. And then you take a trip around the block and you progress it from there. But try a crate. You know, because the truck rides differently from a car, and she might be getting just motion sickness and fear because of all the windows, which, she, you know, a truck doesn't have all those windows. It's like a it's like a traveling house. It's like a traveling house, so she probably doesn't get that sense of movement in the truck like she does in the car. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, you might have something there, because it seems like if we just take a cruise down to the lake and drive around slow, she's not as bad. But when I go on highway speeds... It's just unbelievable. Yeah, she's afraid of the sounds, the G-forces, uh, the instability of the turning. So, you know, put her in a crate. Put, put a crate in the car, anchor the crate so the crate can't move. And I right. probably, I, I bet you she'll be really cool inside the crate and, and uh, calm and confident in the crate. Well, that's a great idea. I could put that crate on the back of the Harley, too, then, right? Oh, see, now that would be a different thing. That would be... You'd have to really get your dog acclimated to that slowly, baby steps, because you could freak her out real easily. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I, you know I what think I'm that saying? idea with the crate, I, yeah, that sounds like a pretty logical idea, actually. Yeah, it's all logic with dogs. You know, when you take the emotion out of it and you really start to watch them and pay attention to their bodies and what they're doing, you can figure right. out whether they're happy or they're afraid or whether they're getting anxious or fearful, and then you can act accordingly. It's people's emotions get in the way. People's human emotions get in the way of them being good dog trainers. Right, right. Well, hey, I appreciate that advice. I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm going to try that. All right, buddy. Thank you. Right, thank you. Take care, Patrick. Drive carefully. one 405 8405 you're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Celebrating the connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio, featuring your dream team, veterinarian Dr. Debbie White, dog trainer Alan Cable, groomer Joey Villani, communicator Joy Turner, and here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Okay, here's one of those questions, it's kind of like, uh, what's your last album that you would take with you on a deserted island, but... In a new survey, they asked people, would you rather give up your pet for a month or your smartphone for a month? 
What do you think the most popular answer was? Hmm. It may surprise you. It may not. I'll give you the details coming up on Animal Radio News. Heck, I'm going to stick around for that one there. What I can't would you believe- give up? Well, of course I would not give up my pet. My Me pet either. is my family. Yeah, I'd I would never uh, give up my bees. I know what Alan, he would immediately give up his smartphone. Oh. He's trying to get rid of his smartphone he now anyway. I am just, I just get so irritated by these phones and these people. I mean, I see people just glued to them like, uh, they, they look like prisoners. They really do. The phone has them to where they're not doing anything but staring at it. And, you know, they're at practice, the boys' basketball or the, the girls' dance, and all they do is stare at their ridiculous devices. It's just, this it's is so true. Stupid. Oh, and when you go out to eat. We went out to dinner the other every, night at a beautiful restaurant. We're sitting there having conversation. We're it's looking sad. to the left and it's to the right, sad. and everybody's on their phone texting. Yeah, parents and kids, and they, even the parents have their own phones, and everybody's sitting there looking at their phones while they're it's, out to it's dinner. It's very sad. It makes me depressed. Well, yeah. let me tell you, they, it can be a blessing, and it can be a curse, these little phones here. Now, Alan just got his first smartphone, what, two weeks ago. I don't know if he's downloaded the Animal Radio app. Because I never look at the dang thing. I, you know what I do with it? I, I check my email, and uh, what else do I do with the damn thing? I check the weather, and uh, and I make a phone call, and that's it. Other than that, it's off. Yes, okay. Well, if you just don't <laughs> get tired same. of hearing Alan Cable, download the Animal Radio app for iPhone or Android. It's a free download, and you can listen to Alan's voice over and over and, and, Why would and years back in, Why? in history. Why? Furthermore, you could even ask questions of Alan and of Dr. Debbie and of the whole dream team here uh, right from the Animal Radio app. I'm one for the smartphone. I think it's a blessing. Uh, we have Alan, who thinks it's a curse. Dr. Debbie, she's frequently on her phone, so I, I suspect that uh, you find your smartphone to be very helpful for you, right? I sure do. You know, and I, I have to say, I'm on the other side of that. I, I laugh at the restaurants with people when they're the whole family's on it, but I found myself and my husband occasionally we will pull up something. We just got to show each other something from the day or a photo, and so we're both doing it, and we're like, oh, my God, we've turned into those people. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know what else is you've said that a lot of times people will show you, well, they'll take pictures of things that they can't show you in the office there. That, oh, yeah. Uh, like they'll, their animal might move around or, or, or go into seizures or something. Absolutely. Videos. I get photos. You know, I've seen vomit photos. I mean, vomit and diarrhea photos are pretty much the most common <laughs> she, thing she I see. She asks for them. She asks for them. She wants them. I do. Them. I do. You need the evidence. You know, you can't just, for what you might describe, uh, diarrhea might not really be diarrhea. So, you know, i got to see it. So, it's gross. That's just an excuse. She loves it. She's got a top ten list. And we go to Laura. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hello. Hi. What's going on with your animal? Um, she's, um... A Simmerick Manx. Um, she's long haired. Um, and she's about 11 years old. I had her spayed, uh, before she ever went into heat. And, but starting in October 2012, uh, the colon issue popped up. Okay. Uh, we did get that taken care of. Um, it was through diet and other medications, but now all I'm giving her is a prescription dry food and canned food and a quarter teaspoon of Miralax mixed with one and a half milliliters of water a day. So okay. that helps, and she's fine on that. The main problem is urinary incontinence. Um, that she's having and all the vets that I have taken her to are saying it's due to 
to her breed. I'm going to address um, a couple of things that she brought up. Um, the first is that she has a Manx kitty, and, and Manx kitties are genetically a breed that have been selected for for the lack of a tail, and they do carry a gene that can predispose them to some problems with both urine and stool continence. And typically these symptoms may show up when they're young, when they're kittens, but in some cases it may not come on until later on in life. Um, and, and it it is very challenging because we're dealing with maintenance issues. So it tends to be um, a problem with the development of the spine and the nerves from the spine. So there's not a lot that you can do to fix some of those things, um, but we can try to help some of the symptoms related to that. Um, so normally, um, she mentioned megacolon, which is a very overly large uh, colon, and severe constipation where the cat just cannot empty their bowels. And uh, stool softeners like Miralax are definitely helpful, as well as playing with different types of therapeutic or prescription diets. So that, that can help with that. Now, the urine incontinence, a lot of kitties with this will have scalding, like urine scald on their hindquarters, they'll leak urine. They they really just don't have any control over their urinary capabilities. So if that's the case, it really requires um, a close investigation. So in many cases, we'll have to do some basic x-rays, collect a urine sample, and then and really do some physical uh, evaluation. So for me, it's very important to find out if this kitty, if we can empty her bladder um, with what we call manual expression, because there are some medications that we can try if we've got the ability to empty that bladder for her. And, and I didn't kind of hear all of what she was trying and what might have worked and not worked, but um, there are some medications. There's one called Bethanacol that can help to make the bladder contract better. Um, there's another one called Prazosin, which actually helps the lower urinary tract, the urethra. It makes that relax. And so sometimes a combination of those medicines may be needed to help them with that urinary continence. Um, and the big thing is also to make sure we just don't allow infection to happen because for these kitties, they sometimes hold their urine for long periods of time and they're going to be more prone to get urine infections. So we have to be really vigilant in having regular urine checks intermittently throughout the year. So these are not, not simple kitties to keep. you got to really keep up with a lot of uh, close veterinary contact with these guys. Yeah. Wow, I, I almost got a Manx one but I was unaware that they had those kind of issues. Yeah, me too. I didn't know, know. that. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Don't forget, you can get any one of Dr. Debbie's books over at Kindle, Yorkshire Terriers, Shih Tzus, Pugs, Mini Schnauzers, How to Be Your Dog's Best Friend. And, of course, we link right to that from AnimalRadio.com. Uh, Stacy, what are you working on? If you live in an area where there's a lot of deer, you know how dangerous it is when you're driving at night because they just dart out in the middle of the road and you can't see them. It you happens bet. so quickly. Well, in Norway, they have a problem with reindeer that are killed. A lot of them, and there's over 200,000 reindeer in Norway. But they've come up with a solution. I'll tell you what it is on Animal Radio News. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. It's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. Stressful things during the day can keep you awake at night. Instead of sleeping, your mind is still spinning from stress. Unisom is the help you need to fall asleep. Unisom sleep tabs are a clinically proven effective OTC sleep aid. You fall asleep 33% faster by easing into your natural sleep cycle. With Unisom, you wake refreshed and ready. Here's your morning traffic report. Unisom. 
A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed active ingredient oxalamine succinate versus control in a clinical study. Getting ready for that spring home makeover? Then get the hottest flooring styles for less at Lumber Liquidator's Exotic Flooring Sale. Get hand-scraped exotic Brazilian cherry, hard-to-find acacia, and more, all on sale. You could pay $5.89 a square foot for Brazilian redwood at other stores, but we've got it for $3.99. That's 32% less. Plus, get high-quality laminates from $0.49 cents and special financing. Sale is going on now. Visit LumberLiquidators.com or your local store before these deals get away. Minimum monthly payment required. Financing subject to credit approval. We've talked about Stella and Chewy's family of freeze-dried and frozen dinners for dogs. Now we're pleased to share two new new exotic dinner additions, Simply Venison and Absolutely Rabbit. Both are made with 90% single source protein and enhanced with organic fruits and vegetables. Each are fortified with vitamins, minerals, and probiotics to be 100% complete and balanced. Stella and Chewy's, the official food of Ladybug, Animal Radio Studio Stunt Dog, only the good stuff. For more information, go to StellaandChewy's.com. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews, along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. You're listening to Animal Radio. Find us at AnimalRadio.com. Log on, learn more. Who let the dogs out? This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Try the brand new intro pack. Not you, but your dog. You'll love the Chewy's Chicken, the Simply Venison, the Super Beef, the Duck Duck Goose, or the Phenomenal Pheasant. Not saying that it doesn't taste good for humans, but I haven't tried it personally. I'm only going to endorse it for the dogs. And in fact, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, it is her official food. And this uh, brand new intro pack for four ninety nine is available wherever Stella and Chewy's is sold. And I welcome to our phone lines... Bill Wynn, he is uh, an American author, a decorated World War II veteran, a dog trainer, a photographer, uh, just really uh, kind of everything. What I aspire to be, have my hands in everything. Uh, Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very happy to be on it. Where are we calling you today? Um, Mansfield, Ohio. Mansfield, Ohio is home, okay. I wanted to talk to you about Smokey, who is no longer with us, but you got her during the war. She was a, a yeah. four-pound, seven-inch-tall Yorkshire Terrier, and you, what? You, where, where were you stationed, and, and how did you find her? I was in Nadzab, New Guinea, in 1944. Was with the 91st Photo Recon Wing, and uh, my buddy Ed Downey was driving through the jungle, and his jeep stalled, and he jumped out, start wiggling through up the hood, start wiggling wires, and he heard a yapping on the side of the road. So he looked over and he saw this little gold head trying to jump out of an abandoned foxhole. So he reached over, picked it up, and threw it on the seat of the Jeep. He didn't like dogs, but he said, what kind of a mud is this? And he threw it on the seat and drove back to the motor pool, gave it to the motor pool sergeant, came back to my tent and told me about it. Uh And I said, why did you give it to me? And he said, well, I don't want a dog in my tent. So I went over to see the dog, and I offered Sergeant Dare the sergeant in charge of the boater pool, uh, two Australian pounds for it. He wanted three, and I said, no, she might not live, and I walked away. Uh, the next day, Derek came over and wrapped on the 
door of the photo uh, lab, and he yelled out, Hey, Wynn, you want that dog? He says you can have her for two pounds. I want to get back in a poker game. So that's how I got Smokey. Oh. <laughs> what a great... So you carried Smokey around with you? I mean, this is your... I can't imagine it. You're in wartime, yeah. and uh, all of this is going on, this cute little dog protecting this dog, as well as protecting yourself and everybody around you. How did you do that? Well, you know, the, the dog was a great diversion for me because it took any worries I had about myself, and she, I became more concerned with her. She went through about 150 air raids with us. Wow. Uh, she flew 12 combat missions. That happened because uh, I came back after a combat mission and was telling the guys in the tent about her how it went and they said hey one of them said hey when if you get knocked off i can have smokey can i and another guy says no i want her another one says i know i want her and i said well the heck with you guys i'll take the darn dog with me and with that i took her on 12 combat missions from air sea rescue catalina to borneo from biak island 22 hour non-stop round trip Uh, I, I mean, this was war. This dog couldn't get out of the bag because uh, she would go to the bathroom. And as I say, it was war. We didn't have a bathroom ourselves in that plane. Sure. And uh, so, <laughs> anyhow, she she went through all of this with me. I can't imagine that your uh, superior officers were, were happy about this. Well, you know, we had nothing over there. We didn't, uh, we had no Paris or no London. Uh, our guys didn't see a woman for a year. If they were not hospitalized and saw a nurse or get a furlough to Australia. Wow. Luckily, I had two. I took Smokey on in the first one. I was a convalescent leave, and uh, I was asked by the Red Cross to take her on rounds. Uh, to hospitals, and uh, we did that at two hospitals there. And first, uh, what happened in Nadzab, New Guinea, when I had dengue fever, the nurses saw Smokey and they asked if I they would give them permission to take her on rounds if the CO said they could. And I said, sure. So they took the dog every day at 7.30, uh, brought her back at 7.30 at night. Everything was taken care of, and they told me that uh, Smokey could sleep on my bed. So here she's sleeping on my bed for five nights in a hospital and going on rounds. And that turned out to be the first therapy dog on record. Wow. So that's how that happened. Why aren't they yeah. making wow. a Disney movie about this? This is yeah. a great story. This is a great kids movie. Waiting to to happen right here. This dog had so much. There's so much to it, and it's unfolding. This dog is 70 years old now. <laughs> she died in 57, but she has a memorial on top of her grave in Cleveland Metro Parks with a bronze of her in a GI helmet. Wow. Uh, she has six all together in the United States, six memorials, and now one in Australia. And that's on the site of a place where we did the therapy dog. Uh, in one of those hospitals, this is an Australian hospital on it now, and it was a huge military affair, and the governor of Queensland unveiled the memorial. Wow, now she was the greatest dog in history, yeah. but I understand she lost her good conduct medal? Yes, well, she had a, when I was in the hospital, the guys, I sent her up with one of the fellows in the, uh, with a pilot, took her up to Hollandian, and he let her run loose, and she came into season, so, I, I didn't know. I, I took her down to Australia, and I had her working in all these wards and everything. I came back, and we're on BAC, and I'm really teaching her how to walk on the top of a drum. She could do over 200 tricks. I taught her how to walk on the top of a drum, and she rolled over on her back, and I said, what's the matter, Smoke? And I put her up, and she did it again. So I took her to the tent, and she had this little black ball in the sack, and oh, my gosh. Whoops. I ran around looking to see if there was any more, and uh, she lost her good conduct medal 
for a year on that one. I don't know if I'm following. She had a puppy? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. 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 She had a puppy. Nice surprise. (laughs) How did you get her home? I assume that you had to smuggle her home? I smuggled her home. That was a sweat for two years for me, really. Uh, I had to smuggle her home in a bag, and that's a little bit of a story, but uh, I got caught, and (laughs) I had to go up to the captain of the ship. He said, you know what this is going to cost you? And I said, no. He says, $1,000. I said, what? He said, yeah, you got the 1000 I said, no, but I can borrow it from my buddies. I had about 275 of my buddies on the ship. <laughs> and so he said, just sign this paper. So I signed the paper, and it had to do with a bond if I had a, a post bond. And uh, after that, it was uh, fine. I, we got off the boat, and there were all they had about two lines of officers saluting us, and they were playing the Star Spangled Banner, and we came down the ramp and got into a GI truck, and I was safe on land. Wow. After all that sweating it off. <laughs> That's a great story, man. You know, I mean, yeah. I know there's a lot of dogs now, but back then, that was very uncommon, I guess. Especially said small dogs. Yeah. Little four-pounders. Yes. You can walk a tight wire blindfold and spell her name out of letters. <laughs> very smart. I went... I went I went 20, 42 weeks live on television and never repeated a trick. Wow. Wow. Well, I encourage people to come yeah. check out your website at SmokyWarDog.com. And that's, by the way, Smokey is spelled without an E, S-M-O-K-Y, WarDog.com. Yeah. Of course, we'll link to it from AnimalRadio.com. Because I know there's a lot more information over there, and you've got a lot of story to tell. Yes, and there's also a book called Yorkie Doodle Dandy, and it's very, very popular. It's 17 years old, and it's still in the top of part of the sales on Amazon. I can so see cool, why. Man. I can see why. I hope there's a movie deal in the works sometime down there the road. Should be. There should be. Bill, can I ask how well, old this, you are? What? Can I ask how old you are? 90. I'll be 92 in six weeks. Wow. Really? Wow. Wow. <laughs> man, you're sharp. I hope I'm sharp when I'm, if I ever make it to 92. Alan, you're not even that sharp right now. Uh, hey, hey, Bill, do you have any dogs now? Yes, I got two. In fact, I got them in a pen over here so they didn't go running off barking them while we're on the air here. <laughs> so uh, they, they imagine things are at my door, and they, this is a game they play. So in order to keep them quiet, I put them in a pen over here. <laughs> two Yorkies, one's three pounds, and the other is eight. Whoa, and, that's uh, so cool. One is called Smokey Two, T-O-O, and the other one is Smokey, and I use them to give talks at libraries and so forth. So uh, I get around and we're doing a lot of things. I love you, Bill. Very impressive. You're doing great yes. work. Yes. Thanks for so, hanging with us today, Bill. I appreciate it. Well, I appreciate being with you and I would thank you so much for having me on your show. Take care. Oh, man. He's a nice guy. Hopefully we'll talk again guy. to yes, Bill. Yes, definitely. 1-866-405-8405. Yes, sir. They don't make guys like that anymore. No, they that's don't. Diff- no. That, that, that's a totally no. different breed. Yep. No, they don't make them like that anymore. And Judy, what a great interview. What a great job job you did uh, securing that that was quality entertainment right there that's my that's that's the stuff i love right there oh thank you there you go and it was brought to you by flex rx as dogs get older arthritis is the most common problem they face and flex rx doesn't just mask those symptoms it restores natural joint function flex rx available at pet supplies plus and don't forget the ten dollar off coupon over at the website you didn't give hallowicious any uh, any um you know credit there there alan hallowicious you're a smart guy for being with judy yes that is absolutely <laughs> it i have picked a winner. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you missed any part of today's show, visit us at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android.
It's time for your Sweet Scoop Minute with Doc Halligan. Over half of all the cats that are coming into the vet are overweight. It's so much easier to prevent the weight gain than it is to have them lose weight. And overfeeding kittens can actually cause an increase in their number of fat cells and predisposes them to obesity as adults. So here are some ways to help keep your kittens and cats nice and lean. Always measure the amount of food you feed your pets. Use measuring cups for accuracy. Never eyeball the amount of food you're giving. And once you have your cat spayed or neutered, you want to decrease the amount of food you're feeding because they have a lower energy requirement. I always say never feed table scraps of any kind. They add calories and will unbalance your pet's diet. Now, treats. Treats should be a treat. So you want to give those sparingly, and they should account for less than 10% of total calories. If you have multiple pets, it's best to supervise the feeding times to ensure that each pet is getting the right amount of food and not eating the other cats. Make sure your cats get plenty of daily exercise. You want to feed your cats two or more smaller meals a day instead of one big meal. Make sure each cat has its own food bowl. And lastly, never leave food out in unlimited quantities. This was a Sweet Scoop Minute with Doc Halligan. Sweet Scoop Clumping Litter stops odors instantly, clumps fast and firm, and tracks less. Learn more at www.sweetscoop.com. Looking for a natural solution to litter box odors? Try Sweet Scoop, the natural clumping litter that stops odors instantly, clumps fast and firm, and tracks less around the house. Unlike clay litters that are mined and never decompose, it's chemical-free and 100% biodegradable. Sweet Scoop lasts longer than other clumping litters, and thanks to their patented process, Sweet Scoop works continuously to neutralize litter box odors, no matter how many cats you own. Learn more at www.sweetscoop.com. Okay, you ready? I'm going to let go of the bike now. Wait, not yet, Dad. No, just keep pedaling. You've got it. Don't go, don't go. There are moments in life that cause us to hesitate. I already did. You're doing it. Woohoo! I'm doing it. But once we take action, we're awfully glad we did. Markets are changing, and interest rates are still low. If you're thinking about getting into the real estate market, now may be the time to make your move. Every market's different. Call a Realtor today and visit Realtor.com. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Stressful things during the day can keep you awake at night. Instead of sleeping, your mind is still spinning from stress. Unisom is the help you need to fall asleep. Unisom sleep tabs are a clinically proven effective OTC sleep aid. You fall asleep 33% faster by easing into your natural sleep cycle. With Unisom, you wake refreshed and ready. Here's your morning traffic report. Unisom. A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed active ingredient oxalamine succinate versus control in a clinical study. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies with thousands of quality products at low prices every day so you save on every order. Visit FosterAndSmith.com. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. An explosion that caused thousands of dollars in damage to a house in England is being blamed on a puppy and a can of deodorant. According to the Mirror, Carrie Leach and partner Matthew Heckler were notified about the explosion in their home via text. They arrived on the scene worried about their many pets, but firefighters assured them 
all the animals made it out just fine. However, they also explain one of the couple's pets, a puppy named Zeus, was actually the one behind the explosion. Turns out Zeus bit a hole in a can of spray deodorant and then rolled it right near the gas fireplace. Well, the can blew up a little while later when the boiler came on and caused more than $3,000 in damage. But Leach and Heckler say Zeus isn't being punished for his explosive bite since he's just a pup. They're lucky that whole house didn't blow up and those animals are alive. Worms are going to be feasting on the unfinished food from travelers at Charlotte Douglas International Airport. According to the Charlotte Observer, the airport obtained a composting permit. It allows them to feed wasted food to more than a million red wiggler worms at the airport's new recycling center. The project's been delayed for over a year because of broken equipment, but the casings from the worms are going to be harvested as fertilizer for the airport grounds. Airport officials are hoping the worms are going to help cut down on some 10,000 tons of wasted produce at the airport every year. They plan to start feeding the worms in the next few days. What may not be Rudolph with his nose so bright, but thousands of reindeer in Norway are going to have shiny antlers. Officials are outfitting as many as 10,000 reindeer with reflector cuffs on their antlers to make them more visible to motorists and hopefully keep them from being run over. A senior advisor at the Norwegian Public Roads Administration said they've been testing these biodegradable cuffs since 2010, and now they're ready to roll them out across the country. Norway is reportedly home to some 200,000 reindeer, but only a portion will get the cuffs since the animals travel in packs anyway. Well, there's a new survey, and it's found that about a fifth of the country may be taking their dependence on technology to some new heights. I know some people that are addicted to technology. I mean, really addicted. One is my son. I cannot get that phone out of his hand. Anyway, this was conducted by the Huffington Post YouGov, and the poll asked a group of pet owners to imagine a scenario in which they would either give up their pet for a month or their smartphone for a month. Well, what do you think? You would think, of course, they would give up their smartphone. Hmm? 20% of the respondents admitted they would rather hold on to their gadget and go without seeing their animal. I could not do that. 67%, however, stayed loyal to their furry friends over their smartphones, and 13% said, mm, smartphone, pet, smart. They couldn't decide, didn't know what to do. I don't know. How could you do that? Like, your hair blower, that might be another thing. But your smartphone? I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Doctors Foster and Smith Pet Supplies. Visit FosterAndSmith.com for pet supplies selected by veterinarians with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Doctors Foster and Smith, your trusted source for quality, affordable pet supplies. Veterinarian owned with veterinary expertise behind every product. Doctors Foster and Smith has thousands of name brand pet products, including pet medications, all with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Low prices every day, so you save on every order with free shipping on orders $49 or more. Fast service delivered right to your door. Shop online at fosterandsmith.com because your pet's health and happiness come first. Shaquille O'Neal for Icy Hot. If you've got pain, you need the patch. The Icy Hot patch. Powerful, targeted, fast-acting pain relief that stays put without the mess. Icy to dull the pain, hot to relax it away. In a variety of sizes, from back, shoulders, knees, even arthritis. So you're covered whenever and wherever you hurt. Stop pain right at the source with Icy Hot patches. Pain's no match for the Icy Hot patch. For temporary topical pain relief, use only as directed. 
Well, ring-a-ding-ding, the year was 1936, and Leo and Lillian Goodwin were hot to trot for the world to save some big bucks on automotive insurance. So they opened up a little joint called Geico. Geico had the goods for all the dolls and joes who were keen on swell service and keeping the cabbage. Flash forward over 75 years, and Geico is still helping customers save money every day and with 97% customer satisfaction. Today, the peeps would refer to that as pretty darn tight. Geico, saving people money for over 75 years. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. The best Dream Team in the business right here at toll-free 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with your pets you can ask your questions on the Animal Radio app. Yeah, if you don't want to be on the air. And some people, you know, when they want to ask their questions, they don't want to be humiliated or asked. Their, they have an embarrassing question, perhaps, and they don't want to do that live on the radio. So they ask through the Animal Radio app, mm-hmm. which is it's just that easy to ask Dr. Debbie, Alan Cable, Joey Volani, your questions right from the Animal Radio app. It's a free download for iPhone and Android. And this one comes off the app from Jesus. Oh, he wanted me to change his name? I'm sorry. This is a different Jesus than you're thinking of. He wants to know, and I think this is for you, Dr. Debbie, he wants to know if dogs have the same organs as we do, and do they burp? Yeah. Great question. I like that. Because that's something a lot of people sit there and go, you know, I wonder. And they just don't want to pick up the phone. I don't so, know. So, yes, animals do have the basic same organs that we do. Now, sometimes they can be different. So, for example, the cow has a four-chambered stomach. Wow. Uh, reptiles and amphibians have a three-chambered heart. So some of the differences um, within the species. Um, but um, absolutely, um, dogs do burp. And uh, some dogs burp quite a bit more than others and tends to be those that gulp their food or swallow a lot of air. So maybe like a dog that's uh, brachycephalic, like mm. a bulldog or a boxer, they kind of pant and gulp more just in normal breathing. So they might a pass a little more wind, and they might burp a little bit more. But, uh, yeah, absolutely, you might find your, your dog uh, burping away. <laughs> uh, Ladybug's a big, big burper, isn't she? She does. After she eats her food, she turns around and looks at me and then... <laughs> yeah, she, and you know, it's better to come out that way than the opposite the op- end, in oh, my yes. opinion. Oh, good. Yes, absolutely. It's so cute, too, because she's just a little, little dog with a big old pounds. burp. She just turns around and burp. Excuse you, Ladybug. <laughs> There you go. Well, there, that's a good question, and I can understand, Jesus, who wanted your name changed, uh, why you didn't want to ask that on the toll-free lines. If you have a question, toll-free 1-866-405-8405 right now. We have Tammy on the phone. Hi, Tammy. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Save us. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. You guys are having a good time, though, without me, so uh, <laughs> I'll do the best I can. What's going on? Uh Hey, um, I have a one-year-old boxer. Um, actually, he's one of three boxers. And every time I come home and let him out of the crate, he attacks me with so much excitement. I, I mean, I don't know what to do. I'm, what I'm do you do? What, 
Um, well, I ignore him. I turn my back to him, to which he just jumps all over the backside of me. That's um, perfect that you I do that. Him, That's... I tell him no, and I put my hand, like, flat out in front of his face. Um, that does absolutely nothing. He's just so excited. Okay. Let's talk, yeah, and you know what, that's that's pretty common, and I always tell people when they come home to ignore their dog for the first 15 or 20 minutes, and when they leave, they should ignore their dog for the first 15 or 20 minutes, because we talk about triggers, and when you leave the house, there are certain things you do that let your dog know that you're leaving, and that gets them cranked up on the juice, I like to call it, and young dogs, they get cranked up on the juice big time, and so since dogs don't talk, we have to communicate with our bodies. That's what they learn. So you turning your back on them is perfect, and you've got to keep doing that. It won't work instantly. A lot of people think, oh, that didn't work. i got to try something else. But turning your back on your dog, ignoring your dog when he's doing things that you don't like is a great way to teach your dog to do things that you do like. That's what you want to do. Usually when a dog jumps on you or he doesn't walk on the leash properly, it's not because you know he wants to be bad. It's because you haven't taught him that you don't want him to do that. And the best way, again, to teach him is to ignore him. So what I want you to do is when you come home, don't let him out of the crate. Just go about your business. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. And it's very hard for humans not to talk. You know, we want to talk. That's how we communicate. Dogs don't talk. They just watch you. So yeah. I always tell my I always tell my kids, you know, I love being with the dog because he doesn't talk. Because my kids talk and talk and they never say anything. They just keep talking. So when you yeah. come home, ignore him for fifteen minutes, let him out of the kennel. If he he's probably not going to be as excited because you know he's got fifteen minutes to calm down. He's going to start to learn that when you come home, you're not going to let him out of the kennel right away, and only let him out when he's calm. Then you let him out. If he jumps on you, turn your back on him and pay no attention to him. And it might take a week to two weeks, three weeks, a month, before he starts to figure out, okay, I'm not getting any attention anymore for jumping on her. Then when he sits down and he's calm, that's when you give him attention. Remember, that's a very important rule. Only give your dog attention when he's doing what you want him to do. Never give him attention when he's doing what you don't want him to do because it confuses him. Look at it from the dog's point of view. If he jumps on you and gets attention, even if it's negative attention, well, he's going to keep jumping on you. So you right. ignore them when they're doing what you don't like, but you've got to do it for a period of time, a long period of time, and you've got to have patience and stick with it. All right. You I can will, do it, I girl. I will definitely do that because he's, he's, uh, he's killing me. And I just have a um, well-week-old puppy. He's kind of teaching him the same Oh, of same course. Anxiety. They feed off yeah. of Yeah, they feed off. So you being calm, remember, ignore them when you come home. Ignore them when you leave the house. That's key. That's a very important thing. Okay, so before we leave, um, we put them in their crate. And then just kind of like hang out here and yes. then go? Yep. Yes, put them in their crates 15 minutes to a half hour before you leave, or else that will be a trigger. See, in other words, if you put them in the crate and you leave immediately, the dog is going to know when you put them in the crate that, oh, you're leaving and he's going to get cranked up again. And he's going to bark and he's going to get all anxious. So what you do is you put them in the crate sometimes when you're not even leaving. You know, you confuse, you, what you do is you trick them. You, you change the pattern. So maybe once every other day you just stick them in the crate for no reason at all. Go into the next room, whatever it is. But okay. when you leave the house, put them in the crate 15 minutes to a half hour before you go. It will give them a lot of time to mellow out. Don't say goodbye. It's going to be very hard. You're going to forget. You're going to go, oh, see you later, boy. Don't say yes. anything. Just leave. Don't say anything. Okay. You can do all it. Right. Thank you so much. Alan, what if the dog is doing something destructive? Well, when a dog's doing something destructive, you've got to make a major correction right then and there so that he connects the dots. 
So if, like, let's say your dog starts chewing your furniture, right? You immediately give him a correction. You immediately go over there and you, you, you if he's got a leash handle on, you flick your wrist, give him a correction, or you just go, no! And you, and you just tap him on the neck with your fingers. And then you stick a toy in his face that he's allowed to chew. It's all about teaching them what you want, setting them up for success, and rewarding them when they're doing exactly what it is you want. That's how my wife trained me. Well, that's how, that, when you think about it, dogs and men are a lot alike because men don't hear what women say. Mm -hmm. They just notice the body language. Like, you know, oh, honey, you're mad? Yeah, because the woman turns our back on him and walks <laughs> away, and then he's like, oh, something's wrong here. Something's wrong. We always like to take time to thank the people that make Animal Radio possible. This show brought to you by Litter Robot. If you haven't seen this yet, and if you are a cat owner, and especially if you have multiple cats, and you're just sick and tired of cleaning the litter out, <laughs> you're always doing it. Yeah, your wrist starts hurting after a while. It is an automated litter box. Eliminates that chore. First of all, you don't need to buy any like special litter for oh, it. No, you can use your regular litter. Regular litter. And uh -huh. you don't have to buy any special bags for it. So you can use just like one of those cheap garbage bags. You wow. Put it in. Take it out. The garbage bag like once a week, depending on how many animals you have. Mm -hmm. So you don't see the litter. And of course, you don't see the pooping. You don't have to deal with that whole thing. It's so efficient that it will save you up to 50% on litter. If you scoop with your hands, you're going right. to get all that excess waste litter. Waste a lot of litter. Waste that. Yeah. Litter robot separates it. Better than you can. I'll be real honest with you. <laughs> and uh, it will save you on your cost for litter. It has a 90-day money-back guarantee and an 18-month full warranty. Check out Litter Robot at litter-robot.com. That's litter-robot.com. This is Animal Radio. Numbers are toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to the Dream Team here at Animal Radio, and don't forget you can also ask your questions straight from the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android. It's a free download. Plus, it has a lot of great resources over there. Past shows, if you want to listen to past shows, the Animal Radio app free. That's my price. I can afford that. We welcome back Dr. Joel Ahrenswag. How are you doing, Doc? I can't. Well, I, I was going to say I can't complain, but, you know, <laughs> sure I can't complain. I don't know about you guys. I've had enough of winter. Well, spring is just around the corner. And, of course, while that brings warm weather that we all appreciate, it also brings those little pests, parasites that tend to hang on to our animals and cause trouble. You're talking about fleas? No, fleas. And, uh, yeah. well, I know fleas. Don't, they, don't fleas transmit tapeworm? Yeah, well, yes. Tapeworm has to go through an intermediate host. Fleas in this country, in most areas, are the most common intermediate host. Uh, you can get it from eating uh, rabbits and birds and squirrels. But that's not on, for most of us, hopefully, that's not on our uh, our menu. So for most cases, most dogs and cats, it's uh, fleas that are the problem, the originator of, uh, of tapeworms. And getting rid of tapeworms uh, I think is really important way to keep your your dog and and your cat in optimal shape. Well, 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 back up for me because I don't really I know tapeworms. I know that they sort of look like tape, but what do they do? What they do, and they do it very very well, is take about twenty percent of what the host eats for their own. Tapeworms can get very, very long. We've all seen them. We were in high school. You know, we all saw that picture of a tapeworm and it was 30 feet long from some poor guy in, in Africa or India or somewhere. They don't get that long in, in animals because they're different species. They can get fairly long, literally suck the, the energy and the, the nutrients out of, of the animal. Can it be fatal? 
I don't think I've ever had a, a case of tapeworms being fatal in and of themselves. Okay, in people, uh, they have a stage that can migrate through the brain. And mm-hmm. if, if I remember hearing many years ago, um, Elizabeth Taylor used to take tapeworms as a way of controlling her weight. I was just going to say, that would make a great diet. It would make a great yeah. diet, except for that stage that might migrate through your brain and, and turn into Swiss cheese. Well, what would so that do to my brain, eat, really? And, and what uh, ProLabs does, has done for a number of years, is provide an over-the-counter treatment for uh, owners to get rid of tapeworms in their dogs and cats. If left untreated, do these ever go away by themselves? No, they have no reason to. I mean, (laughs) I would assume, I think, that it's possible if the animal gets sick that the tapeworm can detach and disappear. But it's not in the tapeworm's best interest. So um, they they typically hang around for long, long periods of time. And and for most of us, uh, for most owners, go undetected. Is it something that you treat prior to the tapeworm or treat when they have the tapeworm? And uh, obviously ProLabs Pets has product for this. If your dog or cat hunts, has had fleas or has fleas, then you can assume that it has tapeworm. Let's uh, go ahead and give out the website. It's ProLabsPets.com. ProLabsPets.com, where you can get this tapeworm medicine that'll take care of those little puppies. Get rid of them. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I'm I'm begging you, spay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. You're listening to Animal Radio. Call the Dream Team now at 1-866-405-8405. This one? Okay. Hi, Teresa. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. How about you? Good. What's up? I understand you want to talk to Alan. I do. My dog Tell is, me. Uh, my dog started chasing cars. Oh, now let me ask you this before you go on. Did it just start? No, no. He's been doing it probably for, I don't know, maybe eight months or so. Is it the same he, car? He lays, is it the He lays in the middle of the street, waits for cars to come by, and he stops them. <laughs> he stops and he them, and then the when car. they start to roll past him, he he jumps up and starts running after the t- front tire and biting at it. Yeah, so he's got the he's got the herd instinct. You know, dogs like that. They're uh, you know, a lot of dogs are, are herd dogs, and they they're used to well, they're bred to herd sheep, or they have it in them, herd sheep and herd other animals. So they look at cars mm-hmm. as a as an animal or a sheep. So that's very dangerous behavior. You don't want them to do that. No. One of the things that ha- has happened is that I don't get enough time to uh, to walk him. I work nights. You know, I work te- uh, late in the evening. My husband works days, so we're not in And you brought up, that's a... That's a very good point because one of the best ways to stop a dog from doing that is to give him a lot of exercise and get all that energy out. So if you don't mm-hmm. have time to do that, let me ask you this. Why can't you just keep the dog leashed up or in your yard so that he can't do that? He's never been fenced. He's never been fenced. He's never been a problem up until now, and he's just, uh, he's, uh... You said, you said you he's know, been doing he this... Na- said- he runs the neighborhood, let's just say yeah. that, in, in a, in, within a block radius, you know? You said that he's been doing it for a long time, so why is he no, just for, now become... for six months, for about six oh, or eight months. Chasing the cars for six months. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, 
There's a couple of things you can do. Uh, number one, you can go out there with your dog and have him connected to a leash, and you've got to give him a correction every time a car. You've got to redirect him every time a car goes by, okay. so that you can so that you can you can focus his attention on something else. So a car goes okay. by, you're out there, your dog prepares to just chase the car, and you give him a snap of the leash, quick correction, and then focus mm-hmm. him on walking in the opposite direction, or focus him on a frisbee or a toy, throw a frisbee, mm-hmm. and then give him a treat. The other thing you can do, and I hate I hate to tell tell people to do this a lot of people think this is mean uh, because i don't i don't trust the general public with these things but a, a shock collar works really well if you know what you're doing okay. and and the, and the way you would do that and, and again a lot of people think this is mean but a dog getting hit and killed by a car is way worse oh, and what I i've done i know we, well I've, we kind of kind of joke around a little bit about it and say that's his retirement plan you know because he's 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 12 well, I've done, I've done a, I can tell you this, I, I've done, I've done three dogs, I've taught them to be afraid of cars, and they were dogs, again, who liked to chase. So all I did was I had a frisbee catch with the dog, and then, uh, what I did was I, I geared the frisbee towards a parked car, so that the dog was looking at me and ran head first into the parked car, and believe me, after that, the dog was afraid of cars, understood that a car can give him pain. The other way, the other way I've done it is with the shock collar, and it's very important, you know, when you put a shock collar on a dog to understand uh, there's no talking. There's no talking involved. You don't right. say, when, when a car comes by, you wait for him to make his move, and you give him a jolt, but you don't say anything. Because if you say, like, no, your dog will associate the word no with the shock, and when you're not around, he'll still continue to chase cars. So okay, basically, you, you you give him a little jolt or a warning and then a jolt when he makes his move to chase the car, and he will associate the car with a shot. Matter of fact, a couple of weeks ago, Dr. Debbie was talking about how they teach dogs not to go near rattlesnakes, and it's a lot the same, where they will oh. teach the dog, you know, first to see the snake, then sniff the snake, and then to walk around the snake by using a shock collar. But you got to be real careful. It's better to get the dog lots of exercise and stand out there and give the dog an immediate correction every time a car goes by to refill focus his attention on a frisbee or a toy that he loves or something mm-hmm. that will something else that's appropriate and then you give him a reward for not paying attention to cars that's right. the best way to do it okay well um I, the other thing i was thinking was a squirt you know like a squirt bottle with a long spray on it yeah, squirt bottles. You know, it might. You could try it. You know, again, the the first thing you want to do is determine why your dog chases cars. And and it sounds like uh-huh. your dog just has that herding instinct or that prey instinct and looks at the car as you know, herd a herding uh, a herding animal or a, or a prey. <laughs> so you know, you could try a squirt gun to redirect his attention. But a leash works way better when you have a little choker chain on there and you give uh-huh. him a nice snap of the wrist and a correction, and then just okay. refocus him. You know, refocus him and then throw a frisbee in the opposite direction. And then when he goes okay. for that, you go, "Good dog." Yeah, I can't. Okay. I can't see how a squirt gun would work in that particular situation. I you can you can try anything, but again, you can give a dog a correction with a leash, and you can give a, a dog correction with your fingers, and you can give a dog a correction with your voice. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's the best way to, cause you, what, what you want to do is, here's your dog, he's got his total attention on the car, he's thinking in his dog mind, I'm gonna chase that car, I'm gonna chase that car, I'm gonna chase that car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what he looks and then, like. He looks like a then, maniac. And then you give him, and then you give him a sharp, you know, hey, snap, like a, like it's almost like you're talking to somebody and they're daydreaming mm-hmm. and you, and you hit him in the shoulder and go, hey, are you listening? It's the same mm-hmm. thing with the dog. You redirect and refocus his mind so that he's not thinking that anymore. And then okay. you redirect him to something you want him to chase and you want him to think about and you want him to do and then you reward him for doing it so you set him up okay. to succeed 
Okay, sounds good. Thanks for your call, Teresa. We appreciate okay. it. Thank what? you very much for all your help, oh. and uh, I really appreciate all you do on Animal Radio. Oh, well, thank you very much. Uh, we appreciate you listening. Without right. you, we'd be talking to nobody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thanks for calling today. Which Al does every day at 3. <laughs> I do this in front of my fishbowl. I do it for my fish. Uh, I've got to say your fishbowl's empty, and but frankly, that's okay. And frankly, I'm afraid of leaving the studio today because I'm going to get, uh, well, I'll run into Joey in the parking lot and probably get the business end of a wedgie if I, for picking on him because I think oh, that, I, No, I, it was more Alan picking on me than you. I mean, Alan's will get the wedgie. Well, he'll just get I'm both of sure. them. And then I'll just I chase you down the block because you'll be running already. <laughs> Well, there you go. It just flew on by, didn't it? Yes, it did. I want to thank David Fry for joining us today. And uh, very excited that Westminster is going to allow mutts, or crossbreeds, should we say. And yes. It doesn't have to be purebred anymore. I want to thank Dr. Joel Ehrenzweig, Lauren Howell, and, of course, Bill Wynn, 92-year-old Bill Wynn, for joining us today. Uh, remember, you can listen to any part of the show you might have missed today over at AnimalRadio.com or download the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android and listen anytime you please. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Bye-bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.